This episode of Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast is sponsored by djb47.com. djb47.com is the official clothing brand of West Indian cricket legend Dwayne Bravo, also known as Sir Champion. djb47.com offers a wide variety of t-shirts, hoodies and caps in all sizes for cricket fans. Um for our listeners in India, we have a special offer uh, when you use the code djb 47 at the checkout you'll receive a 20% discount on all your purchases no questions asked remember just the code djb47 additionally dj bravo 47 merchandise will soon be available in sri lanka and australia exciting news ahead yeah and for everyone listening and watching we are running a competition on our social media to give away 5 dj bravo 47 caps So to participate simply like our post share it and tag a friend or friends the more friends you tag the more chances you have to win a cap you can find all the links uh, to our social media in the show notes so check it out share it and uh, you have a chance to win a cap after that little bit of housekeeping now let's get into today's episode indian women's captain she is in, in in trouble as well you can't speak in the media like that no it's greater than the game welcome back to sri lankan cricket podcast we are recording this on 23rd sunday and looks like australia are going to retain the ashes looking at the weather forecast and i have a smiling bora here who predicted it two months ago i think um and sri lanka test team preparing for the second test against pakistan which will be played at ssc bora um where should we start should we start with the ashes or sri lanka versus pakistan this you know the both are very um very interesting Yeah happy to go whichever way we want to cutting both series are a lot of talking points around that with a so happy for you to lead the discussion shall we start with uh, ashes i think it's going to finish i mean there's another test match to go but i think really <clears throat> i will retain the ashes tonight looking at the weather forecast england they can't plan for the weather they have been pushing Aussies really hard but bit too late i think yeah this this game particular was a dominant display by england but unfortunately the weather's playing a part at the moment and they can't get the result they want um there's still a little bit of cricket left like yesterday possible delayed starts to get the game going um australia will be trying to block out as much as possible if they get on the field and come out with a great escape um, and eventually retain the ashes if if they're able to do that England wow of the series firstly going into this test match i felt this was the strongest england team that they've put on paper in a while jimmy anderson coming in for all the um, walks and ali stepping mm. up in their roles just felt they were strong australia seemed to be i think it looks like a tired outfit at the moment yeah. especially the bowling um but they seem to be clinging on uh, hoping getting through and eventually get come out with a draw and 
they'll walk away home retaining these ashes um, and with a view of possibly winning it, uh, winning this series. So, yeah, anything can happen. I mean, yeah, good one hour of play. If Mark yeah. Wood can pull a couple of those magic deliveries to get two batsmen out and, um, uh, they can still win this test. <clears throat> One thing, uh, talking about the weather and looking at how the ground's being set up, this, you know, it, it highlights how well Sri Lankan grounds are looked after. Yeah. Um, there was a tweet by Stuart Broad mm. like it to, you know, like the grounds to be covered the way the Sri Lankans do the ground. So yeah. there's a lot of recognition into the effort because in series as in Sri Lanka, pretty much have the whole ground covered with with full uh, covers and I can't imagine the number of people working, but there's a lot of effort going into this. We are at a series yeah, I know. decider and you're still only the square being covered. Um, and it's a lot of open spaces for the water to, you know, hold on the ground. So that's how they normally cover the grounds, Bora, but yeah, as you said, it's a very important game for the series to keep the series alive. England yeah. need to win this test, uh, not not for England to win the series, to keep the interest going for the public. You know, so at least, yeah. but yeah, it, it's something you have to agree before the game. Both teams, yeah. you know, like you have to agree on how many covers. It's not like you can't change it now. Like yeah. at the toss, captains say, oh, "Okay, this is how many covers." I don't know. Uh, I'm going with how first class period is being being played. You know, they say okay, six covers or whatever, and yeah. you know that's that's what they use. Um, I think that you know you're spot on on it. I think there is a discussion around how the use of covers, even floodlights in a game, like if the lights fade in, are they going to use yeah. um, the light on the ground to support that? Um, those discussions happen prior to the series or prior to a match and they agree on certain terms on how it is being played out. So to take this game, they might have had discussions around it and now you can't change it. Um, but this series, just coming back into it, I just feel has for England, it's been shaped around Mark Wood. Um, the energy he's brought in and the influence he's had in the series, yeah. along with Chris Smokes, who's also always an unsung hero in the England camp. Mm. That's where they managed to get the shift into this, of them coming from behind into the series. Whereas Australia had a settled team, they won at the start, now it's appearing to be a slightly tiring outfit. For example, Pat Cummins has pulled a lot of overs. He's feeling the brunt of it now. He dropped a couple of catches as well, Bora. He was in the middle of a spell and England were they were pushing Aussies really hard and that can happen to a bowler. And you know, you you think you even when you're feeling you're thinking about what you're gonna bowl next. And sometimes when a catch comes your way, you are that um, half a second late to react. And adding that you are the captain, you have to think about the bowling changes. And that's why this topic 
of him resigning after this series has come up again because you know we all know Pat Cummings he's a world class player but because of the captaincy I think it's taking its toll on him but he's been very lucky bora he's you know every time some all this criticism or you know everyone trying to go against him somehow things works his way he's been lucky like that as well maybe it's too early to go to someone like Travis Head yeah it's yeah food for thought it'll be a topic for discussion um pat comes himself will be open for it but taking his leadership and the results he has results to show um they won the world test championship under him they are 2-1 up in an ashes series in england um this the, the last test match didn't go their way and the current test match was a proper um bash you know has been very dominant display by england but still scoreline goes to 1 Yeah. Um, as it reads so if you were to um, take that into account they've done really well that's part and parcel of playing a dominant team in their home conditions um, and you had to expect at some stage this game they're going to deliver with a certain way they want to play and this test is an example of that where they came in and batting wise just to call like top 6 of the seven batters getting 50s yeah. batting over five runs and over that's that's is very dominant what i have found hard to understand is australia had to face ben stokes coming off hiddenly a couple of years ago when he batted with the tail went hard it happened again in this series Australia didn't have much of an answer you could see everyone's on the field waiting for the guy to hit out and get out but he would actually hit boundaries hmm. same thing happened with Johnny Bairstow Australia doesn't seem to have an answer to that batter who's going hard in the back end which i find it i found it very surprising given there is a lot of t20 cricket there's a lot of containing cricket happening that you should have an answer for that that's an area which i thought australia hasn't been able to get on top yeah you're right it's um i mean seems to me they they just trying to wait it out you know it's just like okay let's hopefully he'll play a bad shot and get out yeah try to block the block the boundaries that has been the plan and i want england to win like find that one hour but ball is not swinging bora yesterday with the met outfield it's just kids on so yeah chances are you know very very slim for england victory from an entertainment point of view you want this again like i said before in the game before england needs to win this match again england needs to win um and would become uh, and you know all time best series 2-2 both teams fighting for everything going into the last one and keeps test cricket engaged um, even now we talk about entertainment of playing aggressive cricket going hard there's still a lot of entertainment when a team's battling out trying to survive as well i there is that entertainment how 
good they are with their defense, how they're getting tested and coming out on top. So yeah. um, it's been a good series so it's far. Been a, it's been a fantastic series. Every match has been sold out. And have you seen that temporary stand? Yeah. Oh, my God. Every it's time scary. I see it makes me nervous. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe I've maybe I've seen too many horror movies, or you know these yeah. <laughs> too many movies. But every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be up there. Oh dear, seven thousand people in that stand. Oh, get uh, very nervous out there. Maybe once you settle in, you don't feel it. But yeah, just looking at the structure, I'm a bit nervous as well. <laughs> On the topic of fielding. With Pat Cummins, you know, letting go of a few, I think it's a good uh, segue to get into the Sri Lankan yeah. series that is happening against Pakistan. Sri Lanka's fielding hasn't been the best. We've dropped a fair few chances. Um, and that has led to us being one nil down in a series. Again, a test match or a match that we or a series we start slow and we're now trying to backtrack and try to get on top. Um, so we have one nil down. Losing in goal is not all not a good, it's a hard one to take. Generally, we're showing our dominance there. But yeah, a lot of questions within the test side to be answered. Um, and they're now heading into good old SSC. We haven't played there for a while. With us, so yeah, no, no. I'm not sure if it's the same mall SSC that it used to, but if it's the same mall SSC, it's a hard ground to get results. Um, because generally a lot of the batters enjoy their time out at SSC. Um, so yeah. yeah, series Sri Lanka needs to win. Dimuth has brought back the question of wanting to let go of his captaincy as well. Um, uh, prior to the series, the the news coming out was he'll be leading this test team uh, over the course of its calendar. But there is a BBC team to that, um, which is fair, I think, from a personal point of view, from a player. It depends how they want to tackle that and who the next row player they're looking for is. What are your thoughts? Did you watch that? bit of the match or is there anything you picked on on it? Yeah, on and off. Um, not the whole yeah. game, Bora. Dananja De Silva's 100. That was a fantastic innings. You know, we rarely mention him. Every time he does well, we normally win. Um, yeah. Because he, you know, he, he does his job quietly and uh, keep he keeps the things together. And with his 100, we, we had a total to bowl. Otherwise, you know, we would have been in big trouble uh, in the first day catches in goal i think i i spoke about this earlier as well bora for some reason it's very hard to concentrate when you're fielding in the outfield at goal yeah i thought it was only me i mean if you talk about talk to all the players maybe too many distractions like because it's open ground there's too many distractions i'm not saying angelo must have been looking at something else i'm just saying it you know it's something very common in goal like even in that series against new zealand sri lankan women versus new zealand women series there were a lot of 
there were so many drop chances but unfortunately that was a very important stage of the game and that cost us uh, that doesn't mean that the way we battled in the second innings you know you can't justify that so we talked about this thing over and over again kusal mendes at number 3 i mean he did score a lot of runs against ireland we need him to score big runs against big teams yeah right especially at home you got to do that um, the way things are going now if dimut doesn't get runs we are not posting a good total and we are hoping prabhaja surya and ramesh mendis to take 10 wickets and win us a game that doesn't happen every time especially yeah. against a team like pakistan they are a world class team they have bowling to get sides out so yeah. you can't wear them out they have bowlers who can take wickets with the new ball old ball especially fast bowlers like they have firepower in their bowling attack on the other hand i i don't see why we don't select someone like lahiru kumar in a test team look look at england the moment they bring in markwood everything changed in that series you need someone who can bowl that 5 6 overs you know rattle a, a batting lineup we have yeah. that and we don't use it so it's frustrating going to colombo it's not the easiest place to win a test match i don't know it'll be really hard to win again there but hopefully we'll yeah. make a big first inning score couple of hundreds from the top order and yeah. try to get them out twice you're right batting like playing teams like pakistan india for example as well bangladesh probably be competitive now uh, in subcontinent is they play they used to this type of pitches especially pakistan especially the quicks that's the out and out difference they used to bowling on dead flat trackers where they they use speed of air um to make the difference um sri lanka you're right in question in lahiru kumar i feel we just expose him in that one day format and with that form we judge the test form rather than we go the other way around um especially subcontinent you need your first innings to be a good score because it becomes so hard to bat into the second third or fourth innings of a test match mm. so you almost at one between the first and second innings of you know four four innings you need to make that uh, score count i think we've we will haven't done that well and it has been with the top order losing i mean credit to the way ng and dananjay batted pakistan were in the same situation yeah. and they fought their way back and batted through and batted more than what was expected which put sri lanka in a hole yeah. um, and we couldn't recover from that so but where we can improve like good example this is where weight of runs has brought about the question dananjay de silva windy packs four five months ago in the one day team there was a question he, he was open himself you're betting me at 7 don't play me yeah and you go and now if you take the last four months who's been sri lanka's top performing batter dananjay de silva probably stays on top so then do you give him the opportunity to bat in a position where sri lanka can bat around him could he, could he be the number 3 answer i mean 
100 games um, Kusal Mendes has played, um, the influence of that against top-playing teams, I don't think we have that uh, influence or, or confidence that the results are there to show. Dananjay De Silva probably is having that factor around it and he's pushing the case strongly now um, yeah. for us to make that change. So this early on in a test calendar year, maybe it's time to do that change as well. And it might support Kusal to be at a number four and bat longer. That means Angelo drops to number five, which is not a bad thing in a test setup. If you look at the bench, bro, we have Batum yeah. Vinsanka there. We have yeah. Kamal Wendis in there. So it's not like we don't have any other options. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, we're going round in circles, but yeah. you got to make a call. You can't make the same decision over and over again and hoping for a different result. I mean, um, it's okay yeah. if you don't have any other options. But when you have options, when you have people who have been making runs, batting in yeah. in and around those positions, so you, you should look for other options. We don't play test cricket till February or there's another gap in test cricket for oh. the Sri Lankan test team. So how do you go about playing it? Do you expose more players into this setup? And then... Well, Imagine you give a debut now um, to the left-arm fast bowler. Um, he plays instead of Vishwa Fernando and then one test match and he won't play one till February. Um, how what how it will help his learning or how you go about it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think most likely that he might debut. Uh, I think the spin two spinners will hold their own. They'll play. Um, yeah. uh, it'll be Dilshan Madhushanka coming in for Vishwa or Kasul yeah. Rajita one of them. Looks like it. Now we'll keep an eye. Another news came out yesterday was Lahiruti Riman announced his retirement from all, all international cricket. He had played 13 years of cricket in Sri Lanka team in all formats for her. He was part of yeah. the team that won the 2014 T20 World Cup. Someone who we played a lot of cricket with and against. He was uh, he was a quality batsman. In my opinion, he did not deliver what he promised. There, yeah, he was capable of more. It could have been a different ending to his career if he made use of his opportunities a bit more. But overall, yeah. good good cricketer. We wish him uh, all the best for his future endeavors. On theory, yeah, I think. These three, Chandimal, Angelo, Matthews, were some of the guys that were, you know, pushed through a certain passage of uh, time to build the foundation for Sri Lanka over the next course of years. Unfortunately, um, the return on it wasn't showing as much. Uh, but towards the back end of Thierry's test career, I think he put in some good results and then the gap in test cricket not being played resulted in him uh, moving to Australia to play a bit of district cricket um, and eventually cut short his test spot as a result. Um, but if you wind it back and further look like a 13-year career, that's a long time. Um, there are a couple of highlights, but they were just too far apart. One, yeah. the 
Pilago won the Asia Cup and he had a good uh, yes. performance in that as a player of the series. Yeah, top order player. Um, played in Australia, scored runs, um, but just wasn't consistent enough where you, you come in from the backs of your Mahelas, Sangas, and your the next blooded batsman coming in. This this is after leapfrogging a lot of quality batters who were in their mid 20s to 30s, like your Tilna Kandambis. Um, yeah, you know, a couple of those middle order batters, uh, but just couldn't uh, perform yeah. regularly, which made Sri Lanka's performances didn't show up well as well. But he's had a good career. I'm not sure what his intentions are after uh, retiring. Probably a lot of Masters cricket around um, yeah. could be. Invitation, so we might see him in one of those tournaments or could be an involvement in coaching. So wish him all the best. We yeah. played a lot with against him. Um, he's a he's a brilliant individual. I think gets along with a lot of team members. Mm. Not a person who is hard to deal with. So I'm sure he'll do well with whatever he decides to go ahead with. Yeah, good luck, Thierry. I'll add I'll add one more thing. You mentioned about. Uh, his hundreds in hundred in Australia, he needed more, couple more hundreds like this against top top teams. It was him, Chandi, Angelo, Kapu. Those four were the batsmen who were destined to take over after yeah. Sangha, Mahela, Dilshan. But when those players left, that was a big hole to fill, and uh, Angie and Chandi did it to a certain level, but yeah. In theory, couldn't really do it often enough. Maybe we'll try to catch up with him and have a chat about his plans after playing cricket. So it'll be interesting what he has to say. Yeah. I think that's about the time we have for today, Bora. But by the time we record another episode, we'll know the result of, of the Ashes and <laughs> the Sri Lanka's second test against Pakistan. My predictions, Sri Lanka to draw the Pakistan series, 1-1. One, one. Um, Ashes, Australia to win it, 3-1. So draw this game and then win the last game. Um, and that will put a lot of critics, critics down or you know, bring about more discussion. I just feel they'll turn it around. Um, yeah. But that those that's my predictions with that. Hopefully we can go okay. through it next time we catch up. I'm gonna go one nil to Pakistan, then two two to yep. two two in the ashes, but Australia retain the ashes. Sounds good. Let's try let's to catch have up a chat in ten it. days time and see where we are at. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch up soon.